discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even our perspectives might not be shared. All right, I'm back. All right, Married at First Sight, Season 16, Episode 7, Jamaican Me Crazy. You know, that old uh, joke. <laughs> but let's see, let's see what's going on now in the world of Married at First Sight. Okay. All right, so we have Clint, Chris, and Eris talking about Clint's words because um, he wanted to have like a little session with the boys. Um, they they talked to him about what he said, and um, he thought it over, and he, he did admit what he said was wrong, even though I don't necessarily think he said anything wrong. It's just that once you put in a woman's weight into a, an equation, you're done. There's, there's nothing that you can say about it. So I feel bad for him because um, it wasn't supposed to be like that but that's that's what happens um so everyone gets asked what do you rate your relationship um dominique and mckinley say seven they say that you know i want to keep building uh no uh, mckinley says i want to keep building getting close to you and he knows that she doesn't get his humor and then she goes oh you know thank god i coached those 12 year olds those 12 year olds last year i'm like hardy hard hard you know passive aggressive um emasculation because she thinks that she's older than him um because she's the old soul remember <coughs> so that's going on that's going down yeah, I hate that passive aggressive um type of situation where, you know, women do that just like, oh and you know, emasculate you, oh thank goodness I uh coach those twelve year old boys, so what you're saying is that from what you've been seeing, McKinley is twelve years old to you and of course, you know, you are the mother savior, you know, even though you had to come on a reality show to find love. You know, let's not let's not do that you know like let's let's look in the mirror you're you're not perfect either you know so um the other people rate their marriages nicole and chris they do an 8.2 uh shaquille and kirsten they do a seven gina and clint they do a five because um um because of you know the altercation that happened the other day oh and also um clint also apologized to the crew to the women and they decided to do a clean slate even though they did tell him that like yo we were not feeling you but if gina is cool with you then we're cool with you too so so that's good uh jasmine and eris uh eris gave the situation a seven even though jasmine was kind of surprised by that she was like whoa seven i wasn't expecting that so you know, she probably needs to do a little more work, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. So it's day eight of marriage. Um, it's Tom and McKinley. Um, and she's like, uh, um, she was like, oh, you know, we, we need to talk about what you said the other day where 
she was like, oh, you know, when you do things, I don't want you to do them for me. Um, I want us to be both gung-ho about the situation. And he's like, yo, I'm not going to be gung-ho about riding a horse. I'm not going to be gung-ho about sailing a boat. But if, you know, you make me do it, then we'll be good if you take me out of my comfort zone. She's like, well, you know, I feel like that I'm your coach then. And I don't want to be your coach. And... And McKinley's like, well, you know, I feel like I've been criticized this whole time. Yeah, um, that like, oh, it's either your way or the highway, and it's kind of true, you know. It's, she, she, I mean, she's got that tomboy flavor to her, so she does feel like, um, that she is in charge and 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 whatever, and it is like my way or the highway. You know, she said to herself, oh, well, you know, I'm not a twenty four seven bullshit talker. I, you know, I want to see results. Like who talks like that? A coach. <laughs> you know, you're not you're not displaying any feminine um what's it called? Uh attributes. With that, you know, those are masculine. You sound like a coach. So, um not to say that he shouldn't be you know, the star the stalwart gentleman that she wants him to be, but um, you don't need to be so harsh in your delivery as well, or your expectations of him, because he's not—he's not putting in any expectations on you. So we have Nicole and Chris. Uh, Chris is crying because the rental apartment that they're in only has a two-dog limit, and between the two of them, they have three. He has two; she has one. And he's crying like crazy, like somebody died. I thought somebody died. Um, he's like, yo, my dogs are everything to me. Um, what is it? I don't know if I could have. I don't, he's like, I don't know if I could have pets. Um, I'd be like, well, no, yeah. He's saying, you know, his dogs are everything to him or whatever. And for me, I don't know if I could have pets because I'd be attached just like that. Um because like what happens when they die like will, will you die a death too like and i don't know and then they're and then they're just replaceable just like that you know it's 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 crazy um what they're like there for 12 years and then boop here you go here's another one and you're right as rain i don't know if i can keep doing that um but uh yeah i don't know it just seemed like I like Chris, but it just seemed not masculine for him crying because of his dogs. But then again, it's, I understand it's an attachment thing. And also like, uh, what, you know, dogs bring you through, dogs are there with you through your, you know, most craziest times. So I get it. I, I absolutely get it. But I feel that a, a chick is going to use that against you because you're crying so much over a dog. Unless she's a dog lover as well, which Nicole is. And she's like, listen, you know, we're going to make this work. Um, I'm going to get my dad to watch my dog in my apartment. And then we can have your dogs stay at the stay, stay at our apartment. And then, you know, we're, we're good. Like, that's how we'll split it up. And he's like super sack. You know, he's super happy about that he's like oh, no i'm not gonna let you do that and he's like yo well that's that's the way that has to be done so now you know he's the 
sad one she comes up with the solution like aren't the roles mixed right here i don't don't know if she's gonna vibe with that but but she is apparently and then um you know um, chris says that oh nicole is willing to give to give up um her dog and that mean if she's willing to give up her dog, that means she's willing to sacrifice everything in the relationship and everything for the relationship to work. But apparently you won't, <laughs> you know, I thought, that, I thought that was supposed to be your job. And he's like, yeah, you know, that's what marriage and sacrifice and compromise is all about, honestly. And I'm like, yeah, it is. And you have done none of that. There was that this was the this was the situation where you could have shown her that like, hey, I'm the bigger person, but no, she has turned out to be the bigger person. And I think that that even though it's all cool between them and stuff like that, I guarantee you that that's going to come up later. It's absolutely going to come up later. There's no way that she's not going to allow that. She's going to allow that to not affect their relationship. No way. No way. Um, so we get, uh, Dominique and Mac again and Dominique asks oh have you ever oh this is where they um go back to each other's houses to get the necessary things to move into the apartment so we get to oh no no it's not not there yet it's not at that part yet but essentially it is so um Dominique asks you know have you never lived with a woman you you know she asks you never lived with a woman right he's like no I live you know I mean I stayed over a house, you know, a woman stayed over like four or five days in a row, or I've stayed four or five days in a row and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, okay. Um, but you've never, you never shared a lease with someone before, right? Like very, like, I don't know. I've never heard it in that vein before. You know, I've always heard it like, oh, you know, have you, have you ever lived with somebody? Not so much. Hey, um, yeah, have you ever shared a lease? Because that's when, apparently to her, that's when you live with somebody. Um, and he's like, no, I haven't, but um, I, you know, but I feel like I have a sense of how it feels like to live with somebody, whether I shared signed a lease or not. And I was like, you know, good for you, McKinley, because that was kind of um, it was kind of effed up to say it like that. So we have Jasmine and Eris. So um, Jasmine and Eris move into their place, and he's calling all the shots. He's like, "Okay, this is um, this is um, it's like, oh, this is uh, this is my spot right here." You know, she says she keep, you know, he keeps making executive decisions everywhere. And she thinks it's bossy. And I'm like, well, you know, isn't, isn't, but if he wasn't making any rules, I think you'd probably call him a simp. So it's like, which one is it? Like, do you want him to take control or do you not? Um, He's leading, right? He's telling you what he wants and then that's it. I'm like, why don't you like that? Or why is it all, oh, he's being bossy now. So it's only good that when you say what you need to say, and then he agrees with it. That's when he's quote unquote leading. You know, no, it's it's not it. 
Um, so now, now it's at the part where they're looking at each other's houses. And Eris has an amazing looking house. Like, it's really, really, really cool. Um, um, yeah, it, it pretty much looks like a house that I would, like, want to live in. Um, he has a man cave, you know, he has a exercise room and all that stuff. Like, it looks, it looks dope. I like it a lot. Um... And then, um, she's like, okay, this is a nice house, you know, but whenever we move into our house, if you want a man cave, I want a beauty room. So, fair enough. He's like, I mean, she's like, all right, cool, cool. I want a beauty room. He's like, all right, cool, no problem. So, go back to Dominique and McKinley, and McKinley says that they have already discussed his living situation, but for her, it's really weird because it doesn't give her security because he's been bopping around everywhere and hasn't, he's never like, uh, he's never, um, placed himself somewhere like permanently. Um, but he's lived in Michigan. He's lived in California. Now he lives in Nashville. Like, where do you think he lived in California? You know, you, you think he was, uh, couch hopping or something like that no he was he probably had an apartment like he can he he has money to do these things he's literally going from michigan california to nashville what makes you think he doesn't have money to go places and she's talking about security like come on um and she's like oh you know um does does i mean it, it dom believes that she's nervous because she doesn't know that if he wants to like leave here since he's not really placed here because you know he has a free from free roaming personality um and she's like yeah um she looks into his room and it's not it's not even really his room it's the guest room with very minimal stuff that it's his so she can't gauge what type of person he is she's like yeah you know i do go for guys who are more established so for me i feel that like it's a lack of an initiative on his part because you know he's not looking he's not actively looking for a place to settle and again he explains you know i went to michigan cali and nashville and she's like yeah that's too free roaming um i don't like that it, it seems you have like no attachment but i was like but you know he was single a week ago you know he 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 was allowed to do that because he doesn't have an attachment so he was allowed to go to other places and be like you know what you know nashville i i, I believe that nashville is my home this is where he wants to settle that's why he wanted to freaking get married you know um but she says for her she says i have no plans on moving out of nashville i'm 100 percent tied to this place so i'm like okay so who's really out of the two of you guys the the more who who's the one who's lacking initiative so from birth to probably when you're dead you've never left your town but mckinley has gone to at least three places that we know of to learn and to grow and he's finally decided you know what i'm gonna stay in nashville so I feel that he's the one who's more cultured and stuff like that. And you're the one who lacks initiative for not even trying to leave the same town that you were born in. You know, so 
what's up with that you're the one who lacks initiative he's he's the one who's like venturing out and discovering himself um and then he's like yeah you know i just wanted to not get a place just to get a place but then she tries to retort and said yeah but you jump you know he said i didn't want to jump into a apartment just to jump into an apartment and then she goes well you jumped into a marriage and then he's like well yeah you're right and i'm like mm, that's not the same because he because he knew that nashville was his last place that he was going to visit to to be like okay yeah i do want to live here that's the that was the thing um so now that he is here this is where he's gonna stay so i don't know why she tried to use that as a retort as if that was gonna win no it's not so i mean that's the pretty much the end of the episode for that um but it's not the end of the show but uh, yeah i don't like i don't like dom like doing that so now i feel that she's like well not even i feel she's told us she's very weary of what's going on so um i don't know it's it's not cool i don't like it and you're my boo of the show stop stop doing that dom although man nicole oh man you know nicole fam i mean i told you at, at the matchmaking special nicole's all right nicole is all right yeah but um anyway that was the end of the episode episode but it's not the end of the show we have the skin deeps the and self-edition card game and what card number we're card number 134 here we go um it is how will doing this change me for the better well i guess i'll just go on with what i was saying before with uh trying to help well trying to collaborate with a co-worker of mine um how will this change do with me for the better i mean just to have a i guess return for collaborative effort but only weekly because remember i used to be i used to have a, i used to be a co-host on my old podcast um and it was good it was good you know it was a good vibe and all that stuff but like again i've matured i don't need anybody i can do this all by myself i have been doing all this by myself um what episode is this? Um, it is, you know, this is episode 149 before the big 150. So it's like, you know, I've done this. You know, I got, you know, I can, I can do this. It's fine. Uh, so, um, and I've won an award all by myself. So I, I, I don't need anybody. I can do this. You know, I, I'm sounding like a woman now. I don't need I don't need no host, you know. So, but it would be good to collaborate with um, somebody again, at least, you know, just weekly to just try to get another facet of myself, you know, out there. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's all good. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much what I've been trying to do, and we'll see how that works out. You know, um, I think it'll be all right. You know, just as long as um, I just keep you know keep my individual self and there won't be like any trouble like um stepping on anybody's shoes and stuff like that you know it'll be fine it'll be nice all right well 
that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D, that is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini G, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.